Hello and welcome to episode 20 of Entertainment of Excellence, the podcast where we talk about films, TV, all of it. Hi, I'm Ollie. I'm Tom. And I'm Ben. And today we're going to be discussing the 2003 film Kangaroo Jack. This will contain spoilers. So, um, this, I don't want to call it a film, I know, okay, this ordeal, I think that is a good word for it, uh, <laughs> we've been put through this ordeal by Ben. Okay. Thank you, Ben, for recommending this <laughs> thing. Oh, well, at least, at least we have a, a new intro, a new uh, design on YouTube to check Yes, what a great... Monu episode 20 wow 20 episodes that's great i'm so glad that we celebrated this with kangaroo jack <laughs> if you listen really closely in i think was it the robot monster episode where you uh, teased a film that you uh, you had to recommend and this oh, is yeah. it yep this is this is this the is thing the one. <laughs> this is the one that ben decided to watch by himself for entertainment <laughs> Are you going to get on with the synopsis then? Okay. <laughs> this is a quite a difficult film to summarise because it was supposed to be something else. It was supposed to be like just a gangster film. Then they realised it was terrible. And then they went, it's got a kangaroo in it. Let's make it a kid's film. So the all the promotion and everything has Kangaroo Jack on the front. It's this cool, hip kangaroo with sunglasses and a red hoodie. And... It, it's not really about the kangaroo at all. It's about these two guys who are related to the mob and they have to deliver $50,000 to this guy in Australia. But when they're there, um, they put it like in their jacket, which they put on a kangaroo that they run over. But it turns out the kangaroo isn't dead and it hops off with the jacket on that has the money in and the film is basically them trying to get the money back. And... um camel fart jokes and shoe oh it's awful this like <laughs> okay i think um a good way to start off this review would be looking at how kangaroo jack approaches comedy um <laughs> so it's clearly meant to be a comedic film but i don't think any of us laughed seriously once as in there were a couple of things that were just so bad we were laughing out of embarrassment for the directors. <laughs> but there was nothing in there that was genuinely, like, funny. All all it was was just um, cliched joke after cliched joke, and some of the jokes weren't even cliched to a point, just that you know you've seen them before. There was nothing original about the film's comedy. The, the first half of this watch through, I was basically sat there in confusion because every joke that was told, I was like, I feel like I 
know this joke. And I was getting slightly worried that I'd already seen the film. Yeah. Sorry, the ordeal. It was to but... the point where you were questioning what makes something funny. <laughs> yeah. You'd yeah, forgotten you... what comedy was. I, I, I mean, the, you know, the, some of these jokes, you feel like, I'm sure I've laughed at these kind of jokes before, but it's just not funny. And I, it just must be the stilted acting and the execution is just off. The first half of it, I just felt like something was wrong. This was before yeah. the second half when we started losing our minds. <laughs> oh, it was... There was... Um, I think the the way you put it was like, some of this should stuff should maybe be funny. There's just something missing. There's like, what whatever element it is that makes things funny, this movie is lacking. Maybe good characters, actors with charisma, um, good writing, but... Whatever it is. <laughs> Whatever it is. This film does not I have... I, what, what jokes did I think... can't even remember any now. Well, there was a couple where we sort of said, oh, that's funny, I guess. <laughs> like, never to the point where it was even close to laughing, apart from, as you say, laughing at just the terrible direction. It could, maybe, I was just, maybe I'm just in a weird mindset today, but I don't know. Because I wrote, there was a shot where they were in that plane mm. that they were going to crap. That basically, there was a point where they're given a tranquilizer gun to shoot Kangaroo Jack with. And as soon as he got the tranquilizer gun, I said, I bet he's going to shoot a human somehow. Yeah. yeah. That, it, Ten minutes later, uh, they're in a plane. He shoots the pilot with the tranquilizer gun because, of course, that was the obvious joke. Comedy is subversion of expectations, by the way, not fulfilment of them. But never mind. <laughs> um, but it it was so predictable, especially like the first act. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even if you can break it down into acts, but. <laughs> oh wait, I was gonna say the thing that I said that's funny. Yet. Oh yeah. Oh, oh sorry, I forgot that 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 existed. <laughs> um, the plane. They, they shot. So they shoot the pilot, uh, play, and they're gonna crash or whatever. And it cuts to like a a far away shot. Unfortunately, they ram kangaroo jack in which oh sorry jackie leg i don't know <laughs> which i didn't he didn't even feel like he was supposed to be there but it was a wide shot. shot where you can faintly hear them screaming in the distance and i've definitely laughed at cutaway things like that before but this time i just kind of went that was funny yeah <laughs> yeah he just kind of sat there and in a sad little voice went oh that that's funny <laughs> <laughs> i mean uh, maybe I'll just be numbed by like the five ca camel fart jokes in one minute. <laughs> yeah, but this was before that. Oh, it was. What, what were the jokes before that? The jokes were one of the second main character. His entire character is that he is fat and he's black. Yeah. Quite questionable writing. I mean, I mean, all else. all the Australian characters are just stereotypes, and they li literally, it's fun. They literally just use like the way that they talk and like that idiot like to just laugh at them. It's just yeah. And the one person that's normal that has been living in Australia is actually American. Yeah. So. <laughs> the love interest. Oh. The forced. Love well, I say interest. normal in quotation we should, marks. We should also talk about how the, the fact that this is supposedly a, a children's film. It, it's a oh, PG yeah. rating, and yet there's so the, much questionable stuff. Yeah. The innuendos and just, yeah, questionable scenes. How many are, like, there was, so they're in, there's one in the plane bathroom where they're talking about the package and you just hear two men in an aeroplane bathroom a lot, going that's like, a big load. oh, that's a big load, can I, can I touch it? 
uh, does it, did they even say like let me kiss? I don't know, but it's just kind of done in such an unfunny way, and it's and you just sat there going like this is the kids. Yeah. Well, to put it this way, on the IMDb parents guide, there's a total of eight separate points in the um, sex and nudity section, which isn't normal for a PG. Yeah. For a kid, say. yeah. So, yeah. There's another point where he thinks that he's having a mirage in the desert of this beautiful woman, so he goes up and puts his hands on her breasts and goes, wow, these feel real. Get, obviously, she is real, because that's the obvious that's joke. The joke. That's right. Um, and, uh... that's obvi- and that's also, obviously, the start of a love interest. Oh, no, that oh, was yeah. something we laughed at, but I don't know if it was supposed to be a joke or not. Back to on, on the plane on the way to Australia, he goes over to the woman, Oh, and, and he says... <laughs> yeah. How are you doing? And she says, good. And then he just walks off. <laughs> it was so funny. They honestly, they could have left it at that, but then they kind of like, I think the point of that character was to be someone standing outside the bathroom and then he's like mortified that she heard it. But honestly, that was fine as it was. That was like a, <laughs> an okay scene. Please, please don't ruin it. Please. <laughs> so yeah, the start of all of dress between the two main characters, which... She'd actually been in a scene before with Lewis, the yeah. supporting uh, his friend or whatever, and yeah. they had better charisma. To, oh, they had better chemistry together. Sorry. So seen first time the main character, what's he called? Uh, Charlie. Charlie Chazza. First time he <laughs> meets uh, the love interest, plants his hands, fall on her breasts. Good old sexual assault to start off a relationship, uh, and she's just completely fine with it, and it's never really mentioned again. Yeah, and she's. Well, I mean, there's a there's a scene we'll get to later on in the film, but immediately after, immediately after he's woken up from his dream, she's like giving him the lovey eyes, and she's pretending not to be interested, but she clearly is, and it's somehow I don't know what message it's meant to be sending. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like sexual, justifying it's, yeah. sexual assault um, gets you girls kids <laughs> and. More kids film things like when the plane goes out of control and the pilot says, grab my stick firmly, and they're wiggling the joystick around between his legs and he's making questionable faces. Kids film, this is yeah. a PG. The pyro says, oh, go in my pants, and they say, oh, no, everyone has urges, but yeah. kids <laughs> can't film. resist. I'm sure there was another one. But I not even remember. just, like, the, the scenes with, like, weird sexual undertones. There's also... Quite a bit of bad language. Quite a bit of well, not that much. Well, but, not really bad language, but I mean, someone says "piss off," and then at the end, the bad guy calls them both retards, and I'm yeah. like, "Ooh!" <laughs> and then there's also obviously, if it was originally intended to be like some sort of gangster film, there's like guns and I don't know. It it just doesn't seem like it should be a PG, but then anything else, it would just be. It just wouldn't have any purpose if it wasn't a child's film. Yeah, it's like um, fart jokes, fat man funny, he makes a funny face, there is a kangaroo. I mean, the false marketing alone is enough to hate the film. Yeah. Of being told that there's going to be an epic talking kangaroo. I mean, it's a bit of like a cheesy kids gimmick, but it's not even in. Oh, no. It's not even there. You don't, you don't even get your lousy, cliche kids film thing and like talks once in a mirage and then again at the end with this weird sort of meta sequence breaking like, the fourth wall literally at the end he says 
hey, that can't be the end. It has to finish with me. The film's called Kangaroo Jack, so it has to finish with the star. The star of the film who isn't even credited in the credits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, looking from the poster and all the advertising, you think that it's all going to be centred around, like, this anthropomorphic animal human sort of thing, a bit like yeah. Scooby-Doo or something. Or Marmaduke. But, yeah. But it's so misleading that you think it's going to be like a, one of those Alvin and the Chipmunks movies where the, the the animal is causing mayhem and the humans are going around to have to pick up the pieces and the animal's just being like a, a jerk because it can talk. But really, it's just the humans being stupid and having to pick up their own mess. And yeah. the kangaroo's just like a secondary plot point, really. Just shoehorned in because it's Australian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like you could honestly, like you could have, you could have replaced the kangaroo with like a, I don't know, a koala or something, and like really it wouldn't have made much difference. It, and it, it obviously wasn't intended to be kids film because obviously yeah. all of the gangster scenes. I mean, even like the bar scene, you don't usually have people downing like beer and yeah. passing out <laughs> drunk in your kids film. Well, I said with a. With a bit of editing and a few additional scenes, he could get it up to like a 15, 18 <laughs> if he just changed the tone. I mean, there was also that bit where, um, like, one of the bad guys knocks someone out with the butt of a shotgun and it kind of cuts really quickly to about like three seconds later. And I'm like, he shot him in between. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he shot him. Yeah. And they you, just can, cut it. you can definitely tell they've made some adjustments to try and, like, edit out certain things that. Like pushing it a bit too far. I mean, would Christopher Walken want to be in a talking kangaroo film? <laughs> but speaking of stuff they edited out, there was one very, very noticeable scene that is well. I mean, I guess it's technically walking the line of PG because nothing explicitly oh, sexual happens. Yeah, in I it. forgot about this. Um, so there's a scene where. The, the love interest, Jessie, is, like, taking a, a bath in, like, these this waterfall. And she's, like, in her underwear and it's there's these weird shots with her, like, with her wet clothes on. And she's, like, washing her hair very sensually. And, oh, man, it's absolute <laughs> eye candy. And, by the t- and then, like, um, Charlie comes in. He- Covered in kangaroo blood. <laughs> <laughs> he, he takes off his shirt... Um, and she's like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa you, 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 what are you doing?" And he's going, "Well, I, I'm, I'm dirty. I'm hot. I want a bath. And you should move if you don't want me in there." And the whole scene is this weird, like back and forth of sh- her going, "Well, I don't want this," and he's just like, "Well, I'll do it anyway," <laughs> which like, I know they both like look at each other's genitalia as you do. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> that does happen, by the way. They literally go like, "What did you? I can't. Did you?" It's um, like, "Well, you looked first. I can't yeah, remember." No. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, oh. it's so. This is a kids' movie, and like, the thing on its own, like, okay, it probably wouldn't have been that bad if it was like a romance movie, maybe because I don't know, like, to a degree, you could probably have like a bit of teasing, and it would be all right. But given the context that they they've met each other by Charlie grabbing her breasts and 
it, oh, it just feels like so uncomfortable. It's it's painful to watch. And then um, they they kiss, and she's like, "Oh, this this kiss did nothing for me." And he's like, well, "This is the most sensual romantic moment I've ever had." And of course, <laughs> then they remembered it's a kids' movie and had Lewis bloody well jump into the pool. Ha fat man, he's funny. Yeah, it's funny because he makes big fat. splash. Big, big splash, big splash, big it's funny. Funny, ants in his pants. Funny. <laughs> oh, yeah, another point, he does get ants in his pants as well. Ha, funny. <laughs> wow. I mean, to be fair, I, I did think it was just going to do a boner joke instead, but uh, it did fat man funny joke, and uh, so I guess it subverted my expectations there. Yeah. yeah. What, what did you it. think of the um, training montage? <laughs> <laughs> so, to... Catch Kangaroo Jack, they suddenly forget they've got a tranquilizer gun. And uh, she goes, like, let's you. I don't, I don't know what they're called. Basically, it's some weird round fruits tied to rope that they then swing around and it wraps around people's legs. So they have a, a training montage that lasts a bit too long because it's just the same yeah. shot over and over again yeah. of him swinging these things around and obviously failing on purpose, like letting go at the wrong time on purpose, which just makes it not funny at all um and it, it's quite boring really yeah it's just but not worth it training montages themselves are quite cliched but in this film it just i mean in one sense it's a bit of fresh air because at least it's not camel farting jokes <laughs> but it's also just oh stop please yeah but the thing is all of these scenes that were just an insult to our intelligence. <laughs> the amalgamation of all these terrible jokes and... Just Rapping moments. kangaroos? Yeah, <laughs> it got to the point where I actually found... I found my, I'm ashamed to say that I just found myself, like, laughing at the kangaroo <laughs> rapping. Like, not even ironically. I think I was just going insane. Yeah, no, it was like... It played it the first time, and we literally did, made, did nothing. Then we went back and watched the rap again, and we were laughing our heads off. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I think that was the point where we broke. Yeah. I mean, maybe it was the kangaroo going, and I can talk and I can sing, and then starts rapping instead of singing. <laughs> well, speaking of the music, we Ooh. need to discuss the uh, the gangster. What 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 is the actual song called that they ripped off? Um, I think it's a Snoop Dogg one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's in the is it Drop It Like It's Hot? Or I made that no, up? It's not, no, it's not Drop It Like It's Hot. No, it's the... But then... But it's, quite in, that. it's like exact same rhythm. Oh, and it's Aladdin. Um, yeah, no, it's in the that, But they parody that. Yeah, 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 yeah but a, like, <laughs> I'm getting a step close to realising what it actually was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they basically, it's the same rhythm and they just slightly alter the melody to get away with it. And we counted it playing 12 times. Yeah. Basically, any time Kangaroo Jack appears, which is a lot fewer times bearing, than you expect, bearing in mind the film is called Kangaroo Jack. Uh, every time he's on screen, it just starts playing. And it's it's so exhausting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is we counted it that many times I, but I don't remember him being on screen a dozen times it seems like half of that yeah. it literally seems like every appearance 
of him in the film is actually in the trailer, just so they could. Well, you get don't remember him like... being in it because he's a kangaroo that can't talk. He just <laughs> jumps around like he doesn't do anything really. It's this, and it's the CGI for it is so terrible. Yeah, but I mean, it's so if it had a budget of sixty million dollars, sixty million, it's. I'm, I'm speechless, really. Yeah, we found it. Yeah, so it's um, basically like the cheap Chinese uh, non-copyright rip-off of the next episode by Dr. Dre featuring Snoop Dogg, Nate Dogg, and Corrupt. But, yeah. But it's, Surely you'll recognise it if you so, listen. So the original's like in a weird minor, I think, pentatonic scale, but the, um, the rip-off is like in a really weird major um scale and it just it feels like such a rip-off it's like awful it's got such a wholesome end in this film though when you see kangaroo jack's family <laughs> wait i thought what, you were talking about it? the intimate non-gay moment <laughs> yeah the ending is just so they force cathartic. like they force all the cliche character arcs right at the end like yeah. the they're not even ashamed to do it they're yeah. literally just I mean, there's the there's the whole, you save my day, you save my life every day or whatever of his friend. Bearing in mind the entire film, they've just been calling each other idiots and getting annoyed. Yeah, and it's like this, it's so forced. And then, and then the kangaroo Jack's family comes to see them. You're like, what? But then it's funny because the the baby kangaroo Jack kicks the fat man. Wait, no, who does he kick? The main um, the character. Yeah. He, he kicks someone. Ah, funny. And then literally it does like a little epilogue where it's like, so the main character gets really rich. He's on a cruise. He gets the girl. He gets his best friend. Wow. Oh, it's the, and the, the ending is just like a less awful version of the, the creepy uh, sexual scene where he's just like kissing Jesse, who's his wife now. And then Lewis just comes and like dives into this pool that's on it's about three feet deep so he would have broken his legs but and uh, it's also very near the sea yeah and he it was really small so he could have easily missed yeah. uh but i also forgot to mention that at the uh, only at the start and end it has the voiceover narration the lazy writer's trick and it basically even says in the voiceover yeah i got all the money and the beautiful girl and my best friend it's like Come on, <laughs> yeah. at least try, try and have a good ending, please. Even if it's odd. Oh, oh. I need to explain the massive twist with the money. How the twist? Well, I don't remember <laughs> that the, the, the money was actually for them to be assassinated, which oh. is just oh. something that you don't have in a in a kids in a, film. Yeah, they were delivering the money to. To their assassin. Wow. Kids film. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, it's actually we've a decent idea. We've mentioned it like a few times, but I'll just make it very clear. This film started off as a gangster film, as a mafia film, as something, I don't know, I'm assuming like a 12, 15 film. Then, um, they somehow, I can't re quite remember why, I can look it up, but, um, they changed it to a comedy and we're just like, well, we've got all of these scenes. Let's just add a um, kangaroo and funny and 
uh, character who's just black and fat. That's his whole. Um, that's his whole arc. You know, that's his whole character. Hilarious. At the, at the end, he's like wholesome, but he's also still black and fat. It's, it's really annoying that they just added like that's a good idea. That's the only non-cliched thing. <laughs> Although actually, I can't remember if I've heard of it bef- that idea before, but. Like there's so many, there's so many tiny cliched moments, like when they're in a truck driving away from police, and it's got the classic dog sliding on the vehicle as it turns around corners. I'm sure I've seen that in other things, like cats and dogs or something. Okay, so um, I'll be very professional and read from Wikipedia here. <laughs> Initially, the film was titled Down and Under and was shot as an R-rated mob comedy in the style of Midnight Run. The film was shot in Australia in August 2001 and included cursing, sex, and violence, and only one scene with a kangaroo. However, when the film's producers saw their first rough cut, they realised it wasn't working as expected. Inspired by positive response to the kangaroo scene in early test screenings, as well as the marketing campaign behind the recently released Snow Dogs, the production shifted the marketing focus away from that of a dark mafia comedy to that of a family-friendly animal picture. There you go. So it's just they must have reshot stuff then. Uh, yeah. You might think from watching the trailer or whatever, ow, like that doesn't make any sense. But trust me, once you've watched it, it's, it's not even that much of a surprise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Like, wh- <laughs> why is this gangster calling it like people of furball? What? <laughs> and it's General Zod as well. I'm pretty sure. Like they've got General Zod and Christopher Walken. I don't mean the. Obviously, the actor isn't called General Zod. He plays General Zod in Man of Steel. <laughs> Wait, General Zod plays General Zod? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> but it's just... The thing is, we were saying how at the start, maybe in the first like 15, 20 minutes, the pacing is just oh, yeah. so fast. Like, Literally, in 10 minutes... I can't even explain it, but yeah. it feels like the same amount of stuff happens in 10 minutes as it does in the next half an hour. It's like a fever dream. Yeah. <laughs> You're because... like, oh, so much just happened that I didn't comprehend it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so basically what I think what happens is um, most films, you can either criticise them as being too fast or too slow. Um, this started off very fast. There was a l- lot of plot packed into what I'm assuming was the first 10 15 is probably pushing it minutes of the film. Um, so they, um, the the whole TVs in the back of the stolen van chase scene, that the flight to Australia, all of this happened very, very quickly. But as soon as they touched down in Australia, there was just so much going on that wasn't, um, well, like a key plot point. Uh, and that sort of made it go slower, and then the rest, then it sort of sped up a little bit because it was sort of going at a normal pace, and then it kind of just went a bit fast, a bit slow, and it was all over the place. Yeah. Because um, there's a like a style of movie that's um, very quick-paced, like a lot of action movies nowadays um, have those sort of like quick intros where it's, introduce the characters in five minutes, then cut to where they're going to and explain the plot and dump them in there. But this 
just lost steam when they went into Australia. It I mean, was... it, the pacing did slow down, but I also just want to emphasize that the pacing was extremely fast at the start, but I was still bored. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that, that car scene was can't have last. Uh, sorry, truck scene can't have lasted any more than I don't know five minutes maximum. It was so boring. Every while I was watching, I was like, this. Just Blues Brothers just has way better comedy police car chase scenes. Like, just watch that instead. I think there was something that was just like, there was a throwaway line that was just like, well, I'll, I'll tell them that you're a hairdresser. And I think that was meant to be funny because Charlie's a hairdresser, but... Ah, uh, he's effeminate. Uh, I don't understand. How is... It's the thing, me. they take like... Point, they take like bits from other films and then just like... Mm. Reproduce a mediocre version just of bastardize it. Bastardize them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like the Mirage scene for me just oh, dragged no. so long. Like that point where he thinks he finds the truck and then he's like on the floor <laughs> pretending to like drink a carton, but he's got a rock in his hand. Yeah, we 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 got the idea. You could you didn't need to go on for that long. Well, when is it? And then he has them. Then he meets Jessie or whatever. Yeah. I didn't know that her name was Jessie until you said it. And is it then the after that he has more Mirage with Kangaroo Jack? Oh, well, yeah. It's because, then he sort of it's because he, oh, yeah, he, gets he gropes Jessie, basically. Mm -hmm. She gets, like, a big angry and punches him. Oh, that's a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Never mentions it again throughout the rest of the film. I would have... And he, he's sort of, like, dreaming about Kangaroo Jack... And then that's like, the only time he talks is because it's not real. Yeah. <laughs> Blimey, Charlie. That, <laughs> like, that. It obviously, I bet in the actual film, you know, it would have just been knocked out and then it would have cut to the next part. But <laughs> just as in this weird, nice. really long <laughs> oh, yeah. kangaroo Jack comes in, he does a rap, then he takes them to all these other kangaroos who are actually other characters from the film. And it's like, what? <laughs> It's, oh, I, I, you don't understand how much I hate this film. <laughs> My name is Jackie Legs, and I'd like to say hello. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, the zero Australian listeners we have. What was the pit that I nearly cried? <laughs> well, the you were movie. like, you were bashing your head against the wall after like five minutes. <laughs> you, you'll need to be more specific. <laughs> I can't remember. Just, there were just certain points where Lee, we'd look at each other. Like I remember looking at Ollie, and he looked so disgusted. <laughs> he was like curled up with like his legs to his chest, like rocking back and forth. Oh, the, we rewatched the rap bit because the rap started. I looked at Ollie, and he, and he had a look that was like, "Oh, <laughs> this is actually good." <laughs> Damn, this kangaroo's fire. Stoop that low. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because it was maybe unique. Have we had a rapping talking animal yet? I said a hip hop, a hippie, a hippie to the hip hip hop, and you don't stop the rocket to the bang, mate. I feel like we have had a rapping animal before, but still, yeah, but it was it was it was. It More was... unique than other stuff. Yeah. But <laughs> how did you bear to watch this twice, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> I watched it the first time, left so disappointed that I was just like, oh dear, I'm yeah. gonna have to make these lads. We must have with done me. something to Ben to yeah. <laughs> make him hate because... us. I, my recommendation is don't watch it once. 
<laughs> we'll just spend the whole recommendation segment going, <laughs> we recommend that you watch anything but this. For the sake of your health. Yeah. <laughs> For the sake of your sanity. I mean... Oh, I... Knowing you'll probably... I think I should. I think I should tell you. One of the side effects of watching Kangaroo Jack is when you go to sleep, you'll dream about a talking rapping kangaroo. <laughs> no, I'm. Oh, I'm actually worried that I'm gonna. And then, <laughs> then Ollie and I will just appear in kangaroo form. And we'll talk to you. Did he have? He had the sunglasses at a point. I assume Jackie legs. Yeah, yeah. What 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 other awful CGI was there apart from oh. the kangaroo? The oh, the, the plane? bit where they. I mean, this was the kangaroo, but did you see the bit where, like, they had all the money from the envelope? It was just awful when it panned <laughs> yeah. to, like, the other kangaroos. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was... Like, the money was so much clearer than the kangaroos. Like, yeah. Could you not have, like, blurred it a little bit or, like, faded it in a bit better? I don't There's know. a bit where they're standing on, like, a cliff and it there's a waterfall in the background that's obviously fake. Yeah, it's Australia. Oh, yeah. You're filming in Australia. Find a genuine waterfall. And there's plus the... it's cheaper. Why would you waste money on that one? Not spend it on the. <laughs> a lot of the close-ups of them in the plane are pretty fake. If they wanted like background in it, just looked really bad. Um, yeah. The scene where Lewis oh, is hanging over yeah. the cliff at the end, yeah. the floor looks like really terrible. It's obviously I assume that was a set because it didn't look like they were outside. So. Just something else. Sixty a, million dollars. Yeah. It was also weird how, like, a lot of the music was really quiet in comparison to like oh, the dialogue. Yeah, and, yeah, because there was this big dramatic chase scene, and you'd imagine the huge music surrounding the stereo image, and you know, you'd be, you'd hear a few voices, but most of it's just going to be the music being dramatic, but. Really, um, you could hear like the background sound effects of like the chase more than the music. Yeah, it just it was, it was just terrible. <laughs> I don't know why it was so quiet. Yeah, but it just made you know like the gangster theme. It it made that even worse because it was sort of like faint. It was like your ears were ringing with this horrible <laughs> yeah. song over and over again. <laughs> Keep going um, insane. I mean, the editing was usually okay, but then I remember that it did the swipe cut, and that oh. is not good. <laughs> oh, you know how most of the films we've reviewed on the podcast, we've said, well, it might be bad, or it might be good, but I think the music was good. I think this is the one film we've done that I can say I hated the music. <laughs> <laughs> what about the credit song, though? Oh, yes. Peak 2003. The most 2003 hey, you can get. Hey, baby. Ooh, ah! I want <laughs> classic. <laughs> if you be my girl, and the answer is yes because we already saw. But um, I'm actually ashamed that I was born in the same year that this was made. <laughs> <laughs> You're associated with Kangaroo Dad. I got out the womb just in time. Oh, I was six <laughs> days into the into the Kangaroo Jack and. Hulk, yeah. <laughs> like, Hulk was better than this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Hulk. Have you I seen the editing Hulk. of Hulk? It's genuinely awful. Hulk. <laughs> oh, God. I'd rather watch Hulk though, because at least Hulk you can like laugh at. Yeah, like, it's not even it's so a... bad that it's good. It's just it's much easier to laugh at bad films that aren't comedies. I feel like because yeah, yeah like 
they achieve being dramatic badly, so you laugh at it. But if, yeah. they, if they try and be a comedy badly, then that means it's not funny. Birdemic, <laughs> Robot Monster, I mean, not really Mile 22, but like those two films, they were trying their best to be serious. Yeah. And the directors genuinely thought that they were good movies. But <laughs> when you're laughing at bad comedy, it's almost like, am I laughing at the joke or am I <laughs> laughing at how why it exists <laughs> you get really deep and philosophical yeah. in the meaning of jokes yeah i mean comedy. the camel farting joke oh dude i could that I was just the most road inducing seconds I, that was we groaned and then just laughed that it existed like well see i'd seen this before and i was seeing it coming so i was trying not to give any hints just so that they could be as disappointed as possible <laughs> it worked yeah, i swear if i'd said there's going to be camel farting jokes, you'd have still been disappointed. It was just... You could not stoop any lower with the comedy there. And we obviously got the, her, that one was me oh, yeah. at the end as well. Like a really big fart. <laughs> and then Lewis goes, oh, that one was me. Well, it was worth it because it won the Blimp Award for favourite fart in a movie in 2004. Wow, hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Great. What, what are, do Please you know any help. other winners of favourite fart of the year? Um, <laughs> we need to do some research. <laughs> I, I want to know what like did Shrek win the in two thousand and one? <laughs> Good knows? old joke. But like a four point four on IMDb, it's quite that's, generous. That's quite high, that yeah. Quite <laughs> but high. I guess a lot of we'll, we'll them are g- just like kids saying, well, not kids, but like parents saying, "No, oh, we had a fun time with it." But what have they been watching before? I don't know. This might be our last ever episode of the podcast because we don't like films anymore. <laughs> we can't watch another film ever again. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, the cinematography was okay. It wasn't disgusting. Yeah. It was serviceable. Well done. You found one good point. <laughs> well, there's a Kangaroo Jack Gooday USA. Yeah. Is that the... um? What rating does that have, Ollie? That's a 4.1. That's worse. Apparently. It, wow. It's an animated... I feel like if they actually thing. had the talking kangaroo in it, though, it would be a bit better, to be honest. Yeah, but it was released direct to video, so like came out, they knew it wasn't going to perform well in cinemas. It came out 2004, so... It's different writers. Yeah. So, who... <laughs> okay. Okay, if the YouTube video gets to... 10 likes, then we'll do Kangaroo Jack no. Day USA. No, no, we won't. No, we won't. <laughs> yeah, we will. At least you set an unrealistic goal. Okay, <laughs> two likes, then. Okay. Okay. No, it's still no. unrealistic. If we get to one dislike... <laughs> oh, no. I'm going <laughs> to... Uh, one of you two are going to dislike it, and I'm going to be furious. <laughs> I wish I could. <laughs> but, like... Honestly, I'm going to watch this episode again and I'm just really like, they sound so tired. They sound so just like the life has been sucked out of them. And it's not just because it's warm. It's just this, this film. It's just, it just saps your like consciousness. It's just in like a I, state of stasis. Oh my gosh. It's, it's kind of really, you can't tell whether you should be bored or disgusted by what you're seeing. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Imagine watching this with your kids. Like, there's so many. I would not let my kids 
<laughs> well, first of all, if it was a young kid, I wouldn't let them watch it because of the sex stuff. And, like, calling someone a retard. So, if there was like... a teenage kid, I still probably wouldn't watch because of, like, <laughs> the sex stuff, because that's awful. And the um, awful comedy. And if it was, like... I can't... Because they say it's a family movie, but, like, the adults are going to absolutely just die of boredom and not find it funny. The kids might find some bits They'll funny. they the farting camels. But then any, like, mob bits, they're just going to be falling asleep through. Oh, one thing I will mention is, um, well, we know that Kangaroo Jack himself is only on screen for five minutes. Um, most of that... Well, a, a few bits of that are just like little skits, oh, no. I guess, throughout the the film, which I'm assuming just to keep the kids awake. Um, the, he has I, a spicy sweet, ha ha, funny. Yeah, I yeah. think I think the best comparison you can make is if you've seen Ice Age, the the squirrel scrat. Like it's um, like some some kids are most kids are going to be interested in the story, but like younger ones are going to be entertained. Mason. Mainly by um, the squirrel, like r- running off after the the acorn and having his own adventures and getting into trouble, it's sort of like that. It's just the kangaroo yeah. like eating or like Family Guy cutaway gags. Yeah, like just just. This <laughs> 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 film does something to you. I feel like I'm losing. What little mind I have left. I was going to say a point about it, but I've already forgotten, and I already don't care. (laughs) I just want to move on and forget that this exists. Okay, well, why why don't we do just that? We'll we'll, we'll wrap it up, and we'll talk about the ratings. This is going to be fun. (laughs) No. So, um, impressions of of the movie as a whole. What did you think? Well, the acting was just kind of like... I don't know. They just—it just wasn't funny. The plot maybe was okay-ish. I guess. No, oh, the the the, <laughs> yeah. the mafia plot was. As long like, as you okay. don't see it as a kids' thing. movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, the jokes weren't funny. The writing, the writing just wasn't funny. Cinematography was okay. The editing was okay, except it did a screen a wipe cut, so it doesn't count. Um, is it enjoyable? No. Is it enjoyable as a bad film? No. no. <laughs> so I'm going to give it... It has a tiny bit of merit, so 2.5. Nice. 2.5. Well, personally, and I don't know if this is just because I've seen it twice. And it lies in marketing, by the way. <laughs> oh, I'm going to go 2.1. That's fair. 2.1. <laughs> I feel... If I don't give it a 10, then <laughs> my, my dreams will be haunted by Kangaroo Jack and his family. <laughs> You'll wake up and he'll kick, it, kick you in the face. No, he'll just rap at you. I was like, hip, hop, hippie. I can't, that's, that's like but, the actual lyrics as well, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's Rapper's Delight it's the most by like, the Sugar Hill Gang. Oh, it's, I feel like Ben is the, the expert on um, <laughs> this film. He's probably... So I'm gonna agree with his rating and say two point one as well. Nice. Fine with it being as low as possible, really. I just. Well, the thing is, this this knocks um Birdemic out of the bottom three rated films we've done. 
that's fine though because I think Birdemic is actually the most enjoyable yeah. out of them. Yeah. It's, it, it's not objectively a good movie, but at least it's enjoyable. Is Robot Monster at the top of those? Like, as in the most... En- I can't remember. Well, mm. I think Mile 22 is the highest rated. Oh. Maybe. Just yeah. because... I can see why... Like, you like, can see some people enjoying yeah, it. Yeah. Like, but it's still not good. Robot Monster's 4.1. Mile 22's 4.5. And uh, Kangaroo Jack is around 2.2. The lowest rated movie we have ever done. Congratulations, Kangaroo Jack! Yay! On our 20th episode. (laughs) Thank heavens that's over with. (sighs) Should we talk about good things now? I don't know if I have the energy. (laughs) <laughs> Neither do I. I don't want to. I, 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 I don't know if I can taint my recommendation with Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> I want to talk about like one of the best animated films of all time, <laughs> and it's next to Kangaroo Jack. Well, they've got. In the meantime, we don't have any submission spotlight this week, which is such a shame because we could have. You could have saved us. Yeah. <laughs> you could have saved our sanity, but instead, we're just never going to make another episode. <laughs> So, if you want us to make another episode, please send your work in. Be that a short film, a book, I don't know, a comic, a music. A music? A music. Send in a music, please. <laughs> I don't know, even uh, just like, what, what do we say, like. Poetry or like art or like anything. I don't know. <laughs> anything that isn't Kangaroo Jack. Anything yeah. that isn't Kangaroo Jack. Please send him in. We'll devote like a 10 minute segment to you. We'll give constructive criticism and not too much of it so you feel terrible. You I can... mean, this is, it's going to look so good next to Kangaroo Jack. Be real. <laughs> oh, you could be terrible. You could. Well, it... Even if you think it's awful, we'll be we'll be crying with joy that oh. we get to read something better than Kangaroo yeah. Jack. To be fair to Kangaroo Jack, can you think of a better film? Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, I can't. Can you, can you think of a better it. film that combines a talking kangaroo and <laughs> mob violence? Can you think of and a strange... Film? Sexual innuendos in a PG film. Uh, it's got to be the best one of those. Yeah, I'm gonna also say it's the worst one of those. Just as oh. a well, how about the, the other Kangaroo, Kangaroo Jack, Jack film? Saga. <laughs> what Kangaroo Jack Good Day USA? <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> we'll watch it if we can. No, get, no, yeah, no, lines. I refuse. Okay, I'll watch it with Ollie, and we'll get a special guest on. <laughs> we'll kick Tom off. <laughs> I'll become a special guest once again. Anyway, contact us through our website contact form entertainmentofexcellence.weebly.com or follow us on social media at EOV Podcast. You can message us there. That's what the direct message function is for, for yes. sending us stuff. So do it, please. 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 <laughs> Just please. Should we talk about good things? I don't have any good things to talk about. You can, though. Do I have to go first? I don't want to go straight after Kangaroo Jack, though. You have to. Okay. So, uh, recently I watched Spirited Away, which is... You've probably heard of it. It's like the most famous Studio Ghibli film, and it won an Oscar for Best Animated Picture. Um, 
it's it's so good. It's about um a girl who's m moving out of town and so she arrives in this new town but like gets to a place where all these spirits go from Japan and they kind of live there and she ends up having to work for this evil witch in a bathhouse and it just kind of follows her through this time so it's not really like a goal-based plot or well I guess it is because the goal is to her parents kind of get turned into pigs and I guess the goal is to turn them back into humans and get away with from with them but it's one of those films that even though it's a kid's film it's not afraid to do to have quiet moments and the quiet moments are actually sometimes the most iconic and emotional and it just it has great world building really interesting characters and there's so many different themes like it has commentary on capitalism in there themes on the balance of good and evil how they're not always direct you know completely distinct it's about like the value of children and they shouldn't just be ignored and the director um even said that he made the film for 10 year old girls I mean, you don't have to be a 10-year-old girl to enjoy it, though. It's still, like, amazing. But just the fact that he said that and not, oh, yeah, we made it for money. And it's really interesting because they actually started making the film before they'd finished the script, which I think they do with most of that director's films in Studio Ghibli, which means it kind of, you know, it's kind of this beast that just transforms into its own thing. And it's just, it's really enjoyable. Uh, it's definitely worth watching. And I think everyone will get something out of it. It's just, I don't know, it's great, it's magical, it's not Kangaroo Jack. It's Are there any you kangaroos want. in it? Are there any mafia um, pots in it? I don't Are there any I'm trying to, I don't think there are any kangaroos in it. There aren't any camel farts in it. <laughs> Bloody hell. Sorry about that. <laughs> Big motorbike man. There, are, there aren't any fart jokes in it. There aren't any, like... Um, you know, just terrible kids' jokes in it, even though it's a film for kids. This is this is what family films really are. It's not it, no, no, it's, it's it's <laughs> films that are made for kids that kids can enjoy but have mature themes. And by mature, that doesn't mean like adult, it means mature, like interesting themes. Like I said about the Bastion Good and Evil, and then there's also kind of about finding the value within something that may look grotesque or different and there's just so many cool ideas and it's just great so yeah does anyone else want to recommend something or talk about um, anything that isn't kangaroo jack <laughs> i mean i don't really have anything as such but i've been watching darren brown specials Ooh. and programs spooky man making me commit a crime <laughs> <laughs> i know we've watched it together before but if you don't know darren brown is basically like sort of a hypnotist slash magician who well, I think in his early career it was all more about magic but now he does like tests for like social compliance or how far someone would go to fit in stuff like that so there's quite a few on Netflix like The Push and also well Channel 4 like I think last week did a um sort of two hour documentary thing on him and after that they showed his 
best stunt that wrote on, and it was one called Apocalypse, where basically he takes someone who supposedly takes the uh, like take uh, views their life just for granted, and he he basically sets up the end of the world and. He does this thing where he like knocks people unconscious just by talking to them. So he does that, and then he wakes up in this bed, and there's supposedly a zombie apocalypse, and there's a few survivors, and it, it like he tests a lot of the things that he was supposedly lacking, like compassion and leadership, and I, like the end goal in all his things are to well either to sort of test someone or to improve them. And although, like, immediately after, it can seem to have pretty devastating effects on them because, you know, they they believe that it was the end of the world for a few days and they believe, like, their family had died or whatever. But I think he did one where he unwillingly took a, um, a copy of somebody's face and then, like, put it on a doll in a car crash and then someone like saw themselves in a car crash, and everyone ignored them, like in the ambulance and stuff. And some of it you might just see as like pretty sick, but it's definitely interesting to sort of look at the way he's able to manipulate people, and it's just interesting programs and specials. Even his just normal programs, pretty good. I can't actually remember what it's called, but that that's just where he does like pretty quick stunts i remember is that trick of the mind oh a tricks of the mind or something yeah yeah like there's just ones where i remember that i remember one where he tricks people into thinking that he's invisible oh like yeah. he goes in a room and he's wrapped <laughs> in bandages and he just takes the bandages off and you just see his night, actually. <laughs> you just see his head and the other person's like <gasps> yeah he's invisible <laughs> and you're like what that was uh, weird and he makes a taxi driver forget the way the around London. London. Yeah. <laughs> there's, and there's there's also yeah. like there's one where he like beats well, overall he beats nine like of the top chess players. He basically does it where he like remembers he plays them against each other and remembers their moves and it's complicated but definitely interesting. Yeah. Darren yeah. Brown's wild. Yes. So there we go. We've had recommendations. Ben's too exhausted to recommend anything. He... Apart from to not watch Kangaroo Jack. Please don't watch it. So we are we, we wrap we we'll we've we've, we'll we've plugged the, the website and all the social media. So like and subscribe. Turn That's... on the notification bell. <laughs> Please leave a comment. Also, Kangaroo. What? <laughs> 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 Sorry. Sorry. Am I going insane? Okay. <laughs> what the kangaroo jack does to you. Anyway, leave a comment. Leave a review. If you hate us, send us hate mail. That will be Please. cool. Also, subscribe to our mailing list because if you'd been subscribed by now, you would have received the new intro, which we used for this episode a week early. Ooh. Well, have they got our recommendation list yet? They will have done. Oh, whoa, that is exciting. You need to subscribe to the mailing list right now to see all the amazing things we have recommended. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I, th I think probably when this is released, 
Christopher Nolan's new film will have come oh, out in, yeah, in cinemas. Like the only new film that's ever going to come out. <laughs> yeah, I think A Quiet Place Part 2 is coming out soon. I saw it on a bus. Yeah. yeah. So, well, there you go. Um, we might be able to watch it. Have to do that. Depending on what the... cinemas near us are doing. Yeah. Yeah. It will either... Well, it, it looks pretty good. I mean, obviously we don't know yet if it will get good reviews. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I wonder if Christopher Nolan will ever break out of doing his my films have to be mind-bending stuff. Yeah. I mean, the only time he didn't do that was, like, the Dark Knight trilogy, which was amazing. But I think... Because was it, like, Memento, I think he started with? And that's, like, the plot's all in a random order. I've not actually seen it. So after that, he was, like, mind-bending stuff, time to do, like, Inception and Interstellar, and now Tenet, which is time travel, I think. Yeah. So hopefully it's not just a gimmick and is actually cool. <laughs> I think but, he was sort of holding off from releasing it. At, he, he, like, I think it was finished before lockdown, but he he wanted it to be released in cinemas, which you can sort of yeah. understand. Yeah. Cool. So hopefully we'll watch that. Groovy. Well, thanks for listening. We or... usually recommend you to watch the film, but oh, it's too late, so sorry if you already watched it before <laughs> the episode. <laughs> Uh-huh. If you want to buy it as a gift for someone you really hate, there will be a link in the description. <laughs> this, uh, if you oh, as Tom said, if there's that one friend who genuinely wants to be friends with you and you hate them so much, there is one guaranteed way to get them off your back. Yeah, clockwork style, Jack. And with that, alright, see ya. Alright, see ya.